is up, pretty in the paint family. This is your host, Miss Lady Sade. I am so excited to be before you today. Coming at you live, but I'm not really live to y'all. This is pre-recorded, of course. So I want to let you know that Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. Y'all get this book, okay? Let me read a couple of the journal prompts to you. I think that, you know, I was kind of expecting people to just support the journal and, you know, know what was going on with the journal. So let me just read to y'all a couple of the pages out of the book and let y'all know how it's set up so that when you purchase, you kind of know what you're getting into, okay? So I'm just going to flip to a random page. Um... And in the journal, it says your plays for the week because this is a playbook, right? And then basically it says, I am healed from. And then you write down what you feel like you're healed from. Um, Another one is, of course, your plays for the week. And then I realized I was strong when, and then you finish that sentence. You really get in there, go deep inside yourself and see what comes out. You just never know what is deeply embedded in your subconscious mind if you do not reach for that part of yourself. So the purpose of the journal is for you to go deep within yourself, figure out how you're going to get towards your goals. Um, There's a section and area in here for brain dumping. Like a lot of times our mind is not clear because we have so much stuff in our head, racing thoughts and all these different types of things. So there's a section for brain dumping, write it down, you know, do what you can to keep it positive, but whatever's in you, get it out. So then that way you can use that stuff to your advantage and use it to help you grow okay so pretty women love purpose is available on amazon.com pick it up it's 10.99 of course everything you do even when you support the podcast when you buy the book you are helping me to grow as a person you are helping me to grow as an author and just helping me uh, develop and be able to bring more wonderful content to you guys as my listeners so thank you so much for anyone who has purchased the journal please let me know what you think about it leave a review on Amazon and please leave an honest review so that that way I know how I can better myself as well through your honesty and transparency. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, and now that I have plugged my journal, um, I really want to talk about, um, the idea behind like light as a feather. Okay. Light as a feather, which is actually a principle from my art. Um, and I really wanted to talk about this because I want to reflect on my own experiences with the idea of having a heavy heart. Um, through everything that I've experienced in life, um, I have had learned how to be defensive and I had become this bitter person as far as I was really hurting Truthfully, I was really, really hurting inside and I was carrying that around. And because of how my body is set up and how my energy is set up, I was projecting a lot of that outwardly. You know, I was in a space where I would go around people and people could feel my energy. And and the funny thing about it is like the movie that I can best equate it to, even though I only watch like maybe five minutes of this movie and I was so scared of it that I never watched it again but a part of me as an adult woman wants to watch it now with Beloved when he walked inside of her house and it was so much going on 
he was like, it's something in here. And she was like, it's just a little bit of sadness. And that's really what it was radiating off of me. But it had become so deep that it felt like something more. It felt like something heavier. It felt like something. First of all, sadness is heavy. Can we talk about it? Like when we look at the pyramid of Excuse me, I'm sorry. Y'all know I'm gonna keep it real. And if I need a yawn, I'm a yawn on this channel. Okay, but it talks about that, like depression, grief, sadness. Uh, all those things are kind of of a lower vibration. You know what I mean? Fear. It's a low vibration. So feeling those things, and even me being this quote unquote high vibrating person. I was living in a state of sadness and not only sadness because of everything I had been through with getting divorced and, and, you know, having to start over, but I was still carrying a lot of that childhood trauma. So the idea of going deep inside myself and pulling that stuff out and, and like I said, or maybe I didn't say this, but like understanding the power of forgiving people, see certain things and certain relationships, certain friendships and certain things like that don't work out simply because of the fact of romantically, you can be vibrating at a certain frequency and think that you're at a certain place, but you're not. I know that I have been in that space where I'm like, okay, is this person dragging me down um, vibrationally? And yes, I understand the concept of being the... um, thermostat right where you're creating the vibration and and you're making everything go higher but at the end of the day as women we are natural receivers so whatever vibrational frequency somebody that you're dealing with is on you're going to feel that as far as especially like knowing that we are healers and knowing that we have so many things inside of us not all of us but again and I said this in my last episode about you know if you choose to disconnect from God and things like that but the reality is a lot of us are healers and so we can be dealing with somebody and internally not again not what they portray to the world not what people think about them their feelings thoughts vibrations actions whatever that they have going on inside of them when we're dealing with them intimately if we are in tune with ourselves we can see the difference in frequency and like the thing about it too as a woman having to transmute that energy like take that energy off of me cry it out, figure it out what's going on, da, 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 And that person is slowly but surely changing in their own way. And me having to still get that energy up off me, that's a lot. You know, that's, that's a lot um, as a woman and as a receiver. So um, I basically said all that to say that is the reality of what's going on, you know, um, it's so funny because the other day, actually today, cause I had went to the gym, but I, y'all, I went to the gym today. I went to the gym today and it felt really, really good to be there. Um, it's so funny. Cause like when I have my clothes on, like I'd be looking at people on Instagram and I'm not comparing, but I'd be like, wow, people on Instagram are so shapely, you know? And then I look at myself like in the mirror, let's say I'm naked or something. I'm like, okay, I am shapely. You know, I got a little shape or whatever, but I'm not like voluptuous. I'm just a slim woman. Anyways. I digress. I went to the gym today and I got in the sauna after my workout or whatever. And I saw my little self, like I saw my child self, like just being happy and smiling and joyous and like looking at myself in all stages of life or whatever. And it really felt amazing 
to connect with that part of myself to be like, wow, little Donna is smiling. Little Donna is not like this hurt child like I was. I'm not, none of that stuff. Like all I could see when I, cause I meditate when I'm in the sauna. So the only thing I could see when I was meditating was little Donna just being happy. Like I used to suck my finger when I was a kid. So looking at myself, like seeing myself, like sucking my fingers and just being happy. And just one thing I did do though, a friend, of, a friend of mine and I went to the park and we were just sitting on the swings like and we literally just swing like we was kids like we finna sit out here and swing and that person was like I don't want to do this and I'm like you're gonna swing on the swing let's go you know and it was good for both of us because it was just cathartic like it was just nostalgic and it was like a carefree moment like we ain't thinking about no bills we ain't thinking about no relationships we ain't thinking about nothing we're just sitting on the swings and we're swinging kicking our feet like kids and it was really really amazing um so yeah like that that is really um where we're supposed to be trying to get to like I think that we think our higher self is like this end all be all wise knowing being and yes our higher self is that but when you think about yourself as a child we are so pure and so close to God when we're children right and as we get older and we grow and we develop we get further and further away from that knowing because like even when they say like children are so intuitive they know whatever the case may be and seeing what your higher self look like because that's when you have the most dreams about who you want to be in life that's when you're the most connected to your purpose that's when you, you know you have you do have all these different aspirations you believe that you can do anything you know just different things like that so when you connect back to that innocence even if your environment was not the most loving caring um environment there was still something inside of you that was a spark that was like I can do this I can create this there's nothing stopping me even if I'm in this situation environment whatever the case may be so that is where you kind of in my opinion a great way to start to connect with creation like because at the beginning and even now but at the beginning of your life you are creation you are creation in its most pure form so being able to see that and honor yourself in that way. And like I said on my last episode, um, love that part of you. Because like I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize is the things that have happened to us as children are not our fault. Nothing that happened to you as a child was your fault. Like I really want somebody to catch that. I really want somebody to sit in that energy for a second like as an adult person like if you have to take this moment and just like literally hug yourself wrap your take both of your arms open them up hug wrap them around yourself and understand anything that happened to you as a child whether it was neglectful care whether it was you know any type of abuse Um, any type of sexual abuse, that was not your fault. Please. Like, I really, really want somebody to get that. I really want, like, I really want somebody to get that. Receive that from me. Because that was not your fault. All you had, all you did was be born. That's all you did, was be born. So I really, really want that for somebody. 
I want somebody to receive that. And I want you to say that to yourself. Go look in the mirror. Look yourself in the eyes. Some, for some people, that might be hard, but that's okay. Go to your nearest mirror, look yourself in the eyes and say, anything that happened to me as a child was not my fault. No matter what anybody said to me about things that happened to me as a child, when I do not have the capacity mentally, physically, or financially to care for myself, nothing at that time was my fault. And that sometimes can be the beginning of breakthrough because a lot of times I feel like we're carrying around so much guilt and shame and and negative things that are associated with things that have happened to us when it's not our fault. It was nothing that nobody could do as a child to, let me tell you something. I was the type of child that I'm going to say what I need to say. I really was that. I used to say whatever, baby. I was no filter before there was no filter, even as a child, though. You see what I'm saying? And so that even in that is like me understanding, like me walking back into my purpose as an adult woman is like, I've always been a talkative person. I've always been gregarious. I've always been, I'm going to say this, and even if it comes off, whatever, I'm going to say it. But now that I'm an older woman, I've learned that, okay, I have to have tact with my delivery because I want people to take me seriously. You know, and that was something that I struggled with through my adolescence. I always feel like nobody ever took me seriously. Nobody ever valued what I had to say. But that was a deeply rooted, you know, that was a um, traumatic experience in some way, shape or form. Because it was like I would say something and I would mean it from my heart and people would not listen to me. But as I get older at this point, I'm like, whoever's supposed to get the message from me going to get it because that's my tribe. That's the person that's supposed to hear from me. Like, I don't take it personal anymore or I don't let it stifle my creativity. I don't let it stifle what I'm supposed to say because I have something to say. What I have to say is important. If you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, it wasn't meant for you. You know what I mean? And so I'm continuing to refine myself in that way because I do want to put myself in a position and on a platform that I can get in front of a bunch of people and they can receive what I'm saying and it not be offensive. Now, granted, sometimes I'm going to cuss. But at the end of the day, it's not necessary. Because I'm, I'm evolving as a person. So it's not necessary for me to present in that way if I want to be taken seriously. Do you see what I'm saying? So going back into the different experiences that you've had when you're trying to get to your purpose, getting all that stuff out is what's important. Getting all that stuff out. Getting all of the, getting past the fears, getting past the judgments of yourself, getting past the guilt that you felt like you feel because you feel like something was your fault, something that made you feel ashamed. See, is somebody somewhere listening to this that experienced something that have never said anything about it to anybody? Anybody. And so what happens is when you hold that in, you become somebody else. Because you're to yourself, we talked about this on the last episode, you are to yourself living a lie. I don't care who you talk to. Talk to a counselor. Talk to a friend. Somebody that's really your friend, not a bitch that's going to talk about you. Excuse me. See what I'm talking about? See? See what I'm talking about? But somebody who's really your friend. Somebody who really cares about your well-being. You have to talk to people. And a lot of times we don't talk to people out of fear of judgment but when you're in a space where you're keeping a secret about yourself you're judging yourself in fear that people will judge you 
a lot of us sit in that energy. Like I've sat in that energy so much to where I have been a very private person because I felt like, boom, such and such can talk, talk about me. And let, let me tell you this. I know that I was also in a state of like major paranoia because I had been hurt so much. I was so paranoid that anybody I came in contact with was going to hurt me. Anybody that came in contact with had something that they were going to use against me. But again, these are deeply rooted fears that come from somewhere. We have to look at the fear. We have to look at what's in our heart. Because you cannot walk... Like It's almost like the thing that came to my mind just now was Bag Lady with Erica Badu. You're going to hurt your back carrying all them bags like that. That is a reality that a lot of people are living in. And I think that even for me right now, because I'm transitioning into my purpose, I get on myself because when I present on social media, I don't present like how I'm presenting on my podcast. I want people to listen to the podcast because the podcast has a lot of gems and jewels in it. But I'm not a person to promote a lifestyle that I'm not living. Health is very important. Mental health is probably the most important your mental health, if your mind is right, everything else will follow you. Your mind helps your body. Your mind helps your finances. Your mind helps your relationships. Like, you know, your mind, your mind has to be the first thing that is in alignment on you in order for everything else to follow suit. But what you think about, you give life to. So if you think thinking, like, I have a friend and we be talking and stuff and this person be like, I don't have no money. Well, damn, you ain't gonna have no damn money. Oh, I'm broke. Well, damn, you gonna be broke. Like, what you want me to say? Like, I'm not, and I tell them all the time, just stop saying that you broke. Why are you saying that? Like, you're not gonna, I'm not gonna, first of all, I'm not gonna keep sitting up here and damn, we're in a point in our lives that I would disconnect from you. I'm not gonna sit up here and keep talking about broke shit. I'm not broke. You know what I'm saying? I don't receive that in any way, shape, or form in my life because I'm mentally abundant. I'm financially abundant. I'm physically abundant. Regardless of the frame of my body, I might not be voluptuous, but I'm damn, I damn sure pack a punch. You feel what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to allow anything to permeate my subconscious with a lack mindset. I've been there. I've been in a lack mindset, and it don't, it don't do nothing for me. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day... All the stuff that's in your heart will weigh you down because it's trying to hold you back. It's it's not even, I'm not going to say it's trying to hold you back. All the things that's inside of our hearts will weigh us down. It can weigh us down if we don't unpack the shit. Unpack it. Because guess what? As you're living, more and more layers are being added to what's in your heart. So if there's no foundation, there's nothing for love to sit on top of, but doubt and fear and abandonment issues, what's going to happen is you're going to get the love and the love's going to sink in between everything else that you got going on. You're not even going to be able to receive or feel love because your heart is so congested with all this other stuff that is taking up space. It's just like when you think about um, when they say, like, if your hands are full, you can't receive nothing. Because we're too busy carrying around the baggage. How can I give you love? How can someone else give you something if your hands are full? 
you're going to eventually have to drop something and you might end up dropping the thing that you were supposed to get because your hands are full of everything else. Your heart is full of everything else. And of course, we know that I'm not talking about anybody specifically. I, I feel like I have to say that sometimes. Like, I don't know why I feel like I have to say that, but this is a general conversation that I'm having. This is a general dialogue that I'm having with my particular listening audience. But And these are not things that none of us have heard, have not heard before, right? This is a reality of a lot of where a lot of people are living mentally. You know, a lot of people are mentally in this space of woe is me and I'm, I'm the problem. I did something wrong. I'm used to people leaving me alone. I'm used to people leaving out my life. Change the narrative. Write another story. Like, and trust me, I know it's easier said than done sometimes. And not, let me say this. When it comes to a drink, I'm going to have it. Let me just play it. I really want to say that. I'm drinking water. But I think that it is very important for us. See, that's what I see. That's what I get for getting sidetracked because then I forgot what I was going to say. But I think it is very important for us to understand. I say this all the time. We have a right to feel feelings. We have a right to have emotions. We have a right to you know, go through our um, changes and stuff like that as people and and all this stuff. But sit with your feelings. Don't sit in them. Lundrell said that to me. I actually was on one of Lundrell Lives and I asked him about that one time. Sit with your feelings. Don't sit in them. Because when you sit with something, then that thing can leave. If you sit in it now, it has consumed you. But if you sit with it and it's next to you and you're looking at it from an outside perspective and you're not making it personal, like your healing is personal, but it's not personal, if that makes sense. It's personal because the feelings that you feel don't have to consume you. Like that's where depression comes from because a lot of people sit in their feelings and the thing that they're feeling ends up becoming them. Instead of letting it become you, let it just be something that you experience. Emotions are experiences. Emotions are experiences. And then, too, eventually, when you get to a self-mastery perspective, you will be able to feel something without being attached to it. Like, you don't have to be attached to your feelings all the time. Even most of the time, truthfully. Because feelings come and go. You don't have to be attached to your feelings. Feelings come and go. But understanding... First of all, why am I feeling this? Asking yourself questions, being okay with asking yourself questions, and also being okay with being like, well, damn, I don't know why I feel like this. And then, all right, God, what's the answer? Why do I feel like this? Not being above connecting with creator. Because you are you are the co-creator. I am one with myself and creation, so I, therefore I co-create like that little bumper sticker, y'all remember all the 80s babies were like, God's my co-pilot. First of all, okay, God is not the co-pilot, but we all know what they're trying to say. You see what I'm saying? It's just all one thing. Anyways, that's it. I'm not going to be before you long. I should have said that at the beginning, like the church. I'm not going to be before you long. First of all, both of my family members, everybody trying to get me to go to church. I might just take them up on that. I might just take them up on that. You just never know how it's supposed to go. 
I'm not even going to feel the type of way about it. But I got a call from my grandma. My grandma was like, you need to start back going to church. And I was like, Mom, I am not. I said, Mom, I ain't been to church in years. I am not going to go to nobody's church, girl. Then my mama called me and was like, girl, I went to church today. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Okay. It's a sign. It's giving me a sign. I'm a Capricorn. No. <laughs> I had to do that. Okay. Anyways. Pretty Women Love Purpose is available on Amazon.com. You know this, okay? Um, also, I want to thank y'all for living, loving, and refining with me. I really appreciate that. That's big. It's major support out of this world. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the listens. I appreciate the DMs. I appreciate manifesting this into a wonderful, great, amazing, helpful, productive podcast. But most importantly... I appreciate you for keeping it pretty in the paint. And that's on period.